Hello everyone. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Thursday, June 11th, and I'm David McKinney. I'm in for Dave Lomas. Over this last week, we've been talking about spiritual practices that help us cultivate intimacy with God. And we've been looking at these practices from the angle, a different angle, of going to God for sustenance in order to engage the work of renewal and engage the work of justice in our world in a really sustainable way. So today we're talking about the practice of Lectio Divina, literally meaning a divine reading. It's an ancient Christian practice of praying the scriptures. First, let's get a little bit of historical context as we get started. The uh, Christian form of Lectio Divina was first introduced by St. Gregory around 330, um, and also encouraged by St. Benedict, the founder of the Benedictine Order. It's a way of developing a closer relationship with God by reflecting prayerfully on his words. So in Lectio Divina, this chosen spiritual text is read four times in total and giving the opportunity to think deeply about it and respond thoughtfully. As I mentioned, the met- this method of prayer goes back to the early monastic traditions. There were not Bibles for everyone, and not everyone knew how to read. So the monks gathered together to hear a member of the community reading from the, from the scripture. In this exercise, they were taught and encouraged to listen listen with their hearts because it was the word of God that they were listening to and they were hearing. So during Lectio Divina, a person listens to or reads the text of the Bible with the ear of the heart as if she is in a conversation with God and God is suggesting the topics for discussion. The method of Lectio Divina includes moments of reading, reflecting on, responding to, and resting in the word of God with the aim of nourishing and deepening one's relationship with God. Now, what's unique about reading the Bible this way? Lectio Divina helps us to be aware of how God is speaking to us through the Scripture. In other words, we're praying and listening to God when we use Lectio Divina. This divine reading becomes a way of listening to the Word of God in Scripture, also in a way to cultivate friendship with Christ through Spirit-prompted dialogue. The fact is, the living God speaks to us And the primary way that God does this is through his scripture. Lectio Divina helps us to listen to God. And the spiritual reading of the Bible is not necessarily an intellectual study of the text. Rather, through repetition, we're able to meditate on scripture. This helps us to listen to how God's word is speaking to our hearts. And then we're able to discern what God seems to be saying and respond to God in dialogue and prayer. Contemplative mysticism pioneer Thomas Keating explains what Lectio Divina is not. It's not traditional Bible study. It's not reading the scriptures for understanding and edification. It's not praying the scriptures, though praying the scriptures can be a form of Lectio Divina, when a word or phrase is taken from the scriptures to focus on for the purpose of going into God's presence. Keating says that Lectio Divina is an introduction into the more intense practices, contemplative prayer, and centering prayer. So, with this historical backdrop and context, and looking at what Lectio Divina is, and of course isn't, why would we consider including this ancient practice into our time with the Lord, and how could it be transformational and relevant to the issues of today? Francis Frangipan, the author of numerous best-selling books, including The Three Battlegrounds and Holiness, Truth, and the Presence of God, writes, The Word is God. The Scriptures are not God. But the Spirit who breathes the words is God. Jesus himself said in John 6.63, The Holy Spirit gives life. It's the Spirit that gives life. The flesh 
counts for nothing. The words that I've spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. And once again, Scripture says in Hebrews 4, 12-13, it says, For the word of God is living, and it's active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates, even to the dividing of soul and spirit, the joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight, and everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. As we spend time with the author of Scripture, and we allow him to reveal himself to us through Scripture, and we ask him what does he want us to know, and we develop an intimate dialogue with him, with what we sense in his presence, with his own words, we attune to his heart for us and the world. In other words, we experience him loving us, reshaping us, forming us, renewing us, strengthening us, and through seeing him, we become like him. Wouldn't this daily bread, so to speak, be the sustenance that we seek and that he longs to give? And we can agree with the idea that we're just one beggar telling another beggar where we found bread. You know, as I've been thinking about this, it might be good to acknowledge that many of us have already had a foretaste of the practice of Lecto Divina spontaneously. I'm sure many of you have experienced the scripture deeply speaking to you as you've read it. And sometimes it's like the word comes right off the page into your heart and then you repeat it over and over. And you say, wow, this aha moment. This is the moment that the Bible comes alive. This happened to me just this week when I woke up and I wasn't sure what passage I wanted to read, but I wanted to read the Bible and I wanted to read the physical Bible. I just felt like pulling out my Bible and reading something. And so I thought about where do I want to read today? And I came right to the idea like, hmm, I think I'll read Psalm 139. And I, I've i read it so many times. It was familiar to me. It brings me comfort. And I started to read it. And as I started to read it, I asked the Lord, would you open my mind and my heart to, to this scripture, to this passage, so I just wouldn't fly through it? You know, it begins with, you've searched me, O Lord, and you know me. And I stopped. I just went, wow, you know me. Before I went any further, Lord, you've searched me and you know me. Lord, you search me and you know me. And I began to dialogue with him about this very first sentence. You know me when no one else knows me. You know me in my core and that longs, the, the core that longs to be known. Isn't this what I deeply long for to be known by you? Isn't it there and here that you meet me? Thank you for knowing me so well. I'm not a surprise to you. You understand me. You're not put off by me. And so I continue on. And I read the rest of the psalm slowly, repeating phrases that stuck out to me. And suffice it to say that my heart was refreshed. I experienced a personal renewal. And you know, what's interesting about that is that it has sustained me throughout the entire day. It powerfully framed my perspective and a sense of God's presence with me. And as David said in that very psalm, Psalm 139, verse 6, he said, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. So now, please hear and consider this. If we're looking at reading the Bible in a way that positions us to experience God's love, his friendship, being understood by him, his nurture and care, and that God lights up the dark places and goes before us, don't you think this experience could transform us to be more like Jesus and do what Jesus did?
as he was moved by compassion, love, and empathy for the world around us, the practice of Lectio Divina creates a dialogue. As we sit at the feet of Jesus, we give him the time he deserves to teach us the meaning of Scripture and unlock these divine mysteries. He gives us the time we need to encounter him as the truth with a capital T and to be personally renewed and transformed by his love. Isn't this the way of renewal by a very just God? So let's try this. In the companion episode, in, to this brief explanation of Lectio Divina, I'll walk you through this practice. So grab your Bible, find a quiet spot, find a short passage of scripture that you'd like to sit down with, and let's practice. We'll see you in the next episode.